Greetings dear learners, I am a faculty of chemistry at SRN International School, Jaipur, Rajasthan. Today in this podcast, I will be explaining the topic animals, the nervous system of chapter 7, control and coordination of grade 10th science NCERT. So we all have a notion that if we see something moving, it is alive. Some of these movements are in fact the result of growth as in plants. A seed germinates and grows and we can see that the seedling moves over the course of a few days. It pushes soil soil aside and comes out. But if its growth were to be stopped, these movements would not happen. Some movements as in many animals and some plants are not connected with growth. A cat running, children playing on swings, buffaloes chewing cud, these are not movement caused by growth. Why do we associate such visible movements, movements with life? A possible answer is that we think of movement as a response to a change in the environment of the organism. The cat may be running because it has seen a mouse. Not only that, we also think of movement as an attempt by living organisms to use changes in their environment to their advantage. Plants grow out of into the sunshine. Children try to get pleasure and fun out of swinging. Buffaloes chew cud to help break up tough food so as to be able to digest it better. When bright light is focused on our eyes or when we touch a hot object, we detect the change and respond to it with movement in order to protect ourselves. If we think a bit more about this, it becomes apparent that all this movement in response to the environment is carefully controlled. Each kind of a change in the environment evokes an appropriate movement in response. When we want to talk to our friends in class, we whisper rather than shouting loudly. Clearly, the movement to be made depends on the event that is triggering it. Therefore, such controlled movement must be connected to the recognition of various events in the environment followed by only the correct movement in response. In other words, living organisms must use systems providing control and coordination. In keeping with the general principles of body organization in multicellular organisms, specialized tissues are used to provide these control and coordination activities. So now let's start with the nervous system in found in animals. So in animals, such control and coordination are provided by nervous and muscular tissues. Touching a hot object is an urgent and dangerous situation for us. We need to detect it and respond to it. But how do we detect that we are touching a hot object? All information from our environment is detected by the specialized tips of some nerve cells. These receptors are usually located in our sense organs such as the inner ear, the nose, the tongue and so on. 
so the gustatory receptors will detect taste while olfactory receptors will detect smell this information acquired at the end of a, the dendritic tip of a nerve cell sets off a chemical reaction that creates an electrical impulse this impulse travels from the dendrite to the cell body and then along the axon to its end at the end of the axon the electrical impulse sets off the release of some chemicals these chemicals cross the gap or synapse and start a similar electrical impulse in a dendrite of the next neuron this is a general scheme of how nervous impulses travel in the body a similar synapse finally allows delivery of such impulses from neurons to other cells such as muscle cells or gland it is thus no surprise that nervous tissue is made up of an organized network of nerve cells or neurons and is specialized for conducting information via electrical impulses from one part of the body to another so what happens in reflex actions reflex is a word we use very commonly when we talk about some sudden action in response to something in the environment we say i jumped out of the way of the bus reflexly or i pulled my hand back from the flame reflexly or i was so hungry my mouth started watering reflexly what exactly do we mean a common idea in all such examples is that we do something without thinking about it or without feeling in control of our actions yet these are situations where we are responding with some action to changes in our environment how is control and coordination achieved in such situations let us consider this further take one of our examples touching a flame is an urgent and dangerous situation for us or in fact for any animal how would we respond to this one seemingly simple way is to think consciously about the pain and the possibility of getting burned and therefore move our hand an important question then is how long will it take us to think all this the answer depends on our, how we think if nerve impulses are sent around the way we have talked about earlier then thinking is also likely to involve the creation of such impulses thinking is a complex activity so it is bound to involve a complicated interaction of many nerve impulses from many neurons if this is the case it is no surprise that the thinking tissue in our body consists of dense networks of intricately arranged neurons it sits in the forward end of the skull and receives signal from all over the body which it thinks about before responding to them obviously in order to receive these signals this thinking part of the brain in the skull must be connected to nerves coming from various parts of the body similarly 
If this part of the brain is to instruct muscles to move, nerves must carry this signal back to different parts of the body. And if all this is to be done, when we touch a hot object, it may take enough time for us to get burnt. So how does the design of the body solve this problem? Rather than having to think about the sensation of heat, if the nerves that detect heat were to be connected to the nerves that move muscles in the simple way, the process of detecting the signal or the input and responding to it by an output action might be completed quickly. Such a connection is commonly is called as a reflex arc. Where should the such and reflex arc connections be made between the input nerve and the output nerve? The best place of course would be at the point where they first meet each other. The nerves from all over the body meet in a bundle in the spinal cord on their way to the brain. Reflex arcs are formed in this spinal cord itself, although the information input also goes on to reach the brain. Of course, reflex arcs have evolved in animals because the thinking process of the brain is not fast enough. In fact, many animals have very little or none of the complex neuron network needed for thinking. So it is quite likely that reflex arcs have evolved and as efficient ways of functioning in the absence of true thought processes. However, even after complex neuron net networks have come into existence, reflex arcs continue to be more efficient for quick responses. So that's all for today. Bless you all. Stay safe. Thank you.